Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is paid commercial programming. The views and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Intercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. (laughs) Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Aboard! <laughs> You're on that crazy train. What? That's, that's the John I remember. What? That's the John that I remember. <laughs> Mid- Midwestern, now, now we screwed him up. <laughs> That's the John I remember too. <laughs> Midwestern Shooter Supplies, cutting edge outdoors on twelve fifty a.m. a.m. one oh five seven FM. The fan, uh, Tommy the Chew is here. Uh, Ron Heidenreich <laughs> is here. I'm John, just hanging around. And then we got Greg on the board. Uh, Ron, we attack at dawn, Heidenreich. Right. Right. right, right, And you said, I can uh, remember that yes. one time you told me down in the Muskie shop that nobody knows how to spell my name right. Yeah. And I was in the middle of spelling your name. <laughs> and how do they spell it? Correctly. Yeah. 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 He got lucky. <laughs> he got lucky. Yeah. He must- no, it's just my dad, he had a little mustache. <laughs> Did he? Yeah, I went down to Venezuela and haven't seen, oh, him, haven't since. seen him since. Huh? Yeah, you know, you know, Hitler really screwed up a cool mustache. You know, he <laughs> yeah, really he did. did. He screwed it up for everybody. Oh. I mean, I mean, just the, I mean, nobody wears a Hitler mustache now because of Hitler, right? right. And nobody yeah. will wear that. And he just screwed it up for everybody. Hey, speaking of, you know, you know that uh, what they call a soul patch that's underneath your yeah. your lower lip. You yep. know, you get that little piece of that little tuft of hair. Pain in the yeah, ass. Yeah, we call it a soul patch, right? You know who were the original? Greg, you might be interested. The original soul patchers who wore the soul patch. You know who the original ones were? ZZ Top. Nope. It was the Catholic popes in the 4th, 5th, and 6th centuries. Really? They actually had the hair underneath the lower lip, just in that one little spot. And I think, I'm not positive, but I think that's why they got the name Soul Patch. I never even heard it as called Soul Patch. Yeah, yeah, it's called Soul Patch. Interesting. uh, Yeah, and the only reason I know that is because when they had that exhibition down at the museum of the past popes and all that stuff, and they had a bunch of artifacts down there, 
I'm looking at these paintings and, and uh, mosaics. Oh, you went through the exhibit? Yeah. It must have been free. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually it wasn't. But I went through the exhibit, and there were these mosaics and paintings in that from the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th centuries in that. And you should have seen all the popes that had the soul patch. Huh. I was really, uh, yeah, and I figured, well, maybe that's where they got the name from. But anyway... Uh, wow. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> neither here nor there. You know, we were talking about the line before, and I, I guess I'm kind of old school when it comes to that. Uh, but I do want to mention that uh, our phone number here, if you want any, uh, want to give us any questions or comments, is 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Or you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. Have you, have you refreshed your computer lately? Yes, okay. I, I, I did that just a little bit. I, you know what? I'll do it again. We don't get a lot of emails. What we got to get, and I was talking with Greg about this, we either have to get a Facebook page or a Twitter account because that could come up online, you know, on one of the computers that Greg looks at. And and, and if people wanted to text us something, you know, or I mean, what are they, the tweet us something or yeah. whatever or a Facebook page, they could do it, and he could see it online. A lot of people are into that more so than sending emails. Well, do you realize that either you or Dan are going to have to be tweeting and Facebooking all the time because you no, got to stay up no, with that stuff? No, I ain't tweeting anybody. Well, then don't suggest I, it. I, I ain't tweeting. No, the tweet is just for people to contact us during the show. Same thing with Facebook. Now, if we had a Facebook page, a Facebook page, people could ask us questions on, you know, on Facebook, and that Greg could see them and ask them to us. Sure. Or let's say you're me or Danny or you or John, one of us catches a nice fish, right? We could post it on Facebook. True. You know, and, and if we got any maybe fishing tips or hunting tips or whatever, we could post it. Maybe Danny's got a nice picture of a squirrel or whatever, you know. Uh, yeah, we could post that on there just to show people. But I would never tell anybody like, oh, yeah, I'm going fishing next week, Thursday, for uh, next weekend for the whole weekend. I'm going to be gone and then let somebody come and rob my house. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm right. not going to do that. Right. So um, not like some people do do that silly yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go fishing. I'll be gone for two weeks. The wife right. is home and alone. Yeah. The people... door is always unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a big open sign, you know, yeah. come in. Hey, uh, Ron, what about suckers? Now, I know at Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop, you got a lot of a lot of suckers in there, and you sell a lot of them every year. But what what's the most popular size? Well, we te- we tend to stock the suckers that are in the twelve to fourteen inch range. Um, Pewaukee Lake muskies really seem to like that size sucker. If you put a you know a sixteen eighteen inch out there, your your odds of getting hit are going to be a lot less. Number one, right. and I feel with really big suckers, your hookup percentage drops. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that, too. I've always liked those ones that are around that 12-inch size, you know. Yeah. Uh, you can get you can get two treble hooks in there. If you, if you got a 10-incher, eh, maybe only one treble hook is needed, you know. Right. But otherwise, you can put the two treble hooks in there. And, uh, yeah, your hooking percentage is way up because, you know, when that muskie grabs that sucker, there's a hook in its mouth somewhere. Someplace, yeah. Someplace, yeah. You know, Dan Durbin. Yep. You know, he wrote an uh, article about me. I'm doctor of suckerology. <laughs> yeah, you're a doctor of suckerology. <laughs> yeah, I could have gone two ways with that. Yeah, I know. I, Thank you for not doing going uh, the other way. The uh, did you know that? No. It, it, yeah, because uh, I he came in and I explained suckers mm-hmm. on size 
with and whatever. He says, well, I write a little article. And it's another thing is we let our customers dip their own suckers, correct, Yeah, Ron? pick yes. their own suckers. Yeah. Pick yeah. your own suckers. And we're probably the only store that does it. Right. <clears throat> There's a lot of them that do it, and they'll high dip you. And high dip is that they'll take the, the suckers that are closest to the top. Now, the reason they're coming to the top is they're running out of oxygen, and it's harder and harder for them to get oxygen, and so they got to come to the top. That sucker probably will not last very long on the hook for you. You're better off going down, and even if it's a small sucker, go down to the bottom and try and get some up from the bottom and take some of the ones that are from the bottom and you'll see that they're flopping around a lot more when you pick them up. A lot more lively, yeah. Yeah, than, than the ones that are on the top. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, you know, another thing, too, is if, if people want to get an early start to someplace, if you have an aerated minnow bucket, I happen to have a Frable aerated minnow bucket that runs on two D-cell batteries, and that thing will run a long time. You can go out and get your minnows, whether they be minnows or suckers or whatever, and you can get them, uh, let's say, the night before. Like, for an example, I think I'm going to come out this afternoon to pick up a couple of suckers, but I heard that you're open at 6 a.m. on the weekends, so I might not have to do that. But otherwise, I was going to come out this afternoon, get some suckers, put them in my aerated minnow bucket, and just leave them in the garage. Yeah. Well, you know. And, and they'll be fine tomorrow morning. You know, yeah. that's a guy told me that. He says, go get your suckers the night before, go get them in the lake. And then take them out of the lake in the morning. Well, yeah, if well, you buy a lake. Yeah. <laughs> if, and if you live on a lake. So w- what I did is I bought them, poured them out right in the lake. So I got them in the lake. And when I came back in the morning, none were there. <laughs> they were all gone. <laughs> all, he oh, said, gosh. Yeah. Oh, so, was that? A, oh, uh, that was a bad joke. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that alcohol induced? <laughs> Dumping them in the lake. <laughs> I forgot what time I fell down the long flight of stairs to hit the lake. I forgot all about that. Yeah, but over at Smucky's Musky, Smokey's Musky, Smucky's Smucky's Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle, you've you've got all the good suckers. You got to. Plentiful supply of them, but yep. they do go fast. Oh, yeah. Well, at yeah. this time of the year, we're going to go, you know, 300 to 400 a week. Yeah. And you have all the different rigs for them, all I the do. quick strike rigs and you that. Yeah. I got uh, a couple of different styles and different lengths for different size suckers. So, mm-hmm. you know, the guys uh, at the shop all know what they're what we have and, and what to recommend if, uh, right. if you need a recommendation. Yeah. And you also have a, a big uh, plastic minnow, big rubberized minnow, whatever. Right. So that if a person doesn't know how to rig that sucker, that one of the fine technicians out there can show them on this, you know, fake yes, minnow right. imitator. You know, you can show them where to put the hooks and how to do it. And exactly. that cannot be taken to the bathroom. Right. And and, <laughs> and uh, you also have the, the bigger slip bobbers and bobber stops and all right. that because I know like I always do is I always put one of the suckers out behind the boat on a bobber. Okay. Okay. And uh, maybe like eh, about 30 feet behind the boat, roughly, you know, have one out there. And if there's two of us in the boat, I'll have one off the back straight down. And then I'll have one up about the middle of the boat or up closer to the front straight down. Sure. So we're kind of covering, trying to cover all the areas. Are you, are you, you then fishing one near the bottom, on or near the bottom? 
Not I, I never fish them deep near the bottom only because of the fact that, you know, well, you know this as well as I do, that muskies feed upward. You're mm-hmm. better to err on the side of being too shallow than being too deep. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in, uh, let's say for an example, if I'm in 30 feet of water, I'll never go below 20 feet okay. on one of the suckers. One of the suckers will always be down there about that 18 to 20 foot range, okay, because uh, a lot of areas that you go to, you know, this time of year and after turnover is you want to find those steep breaks, you know, where you've got the weed line edges and you got a steep break so that you can cast to those weed line edges, but yet your suckers are spread out over, like one of them's close to the boat, maybe eight feet down. Another one might be about 12 feet, you know, like my sucker, my uh, bobber rig is down about eh, 12 feet or so. And then I got that one deeper one down about 18 or 20, you know, okay. trying to cover all the levels, you know, as you're going through. But that one that's close to the boat, that's for the follow-ups. Right. Well, and, yeah, and you know. that's, that's it. I fish one sucker on a bobber 18 to 24 inches deep. That's all the deeper well, I go. A real shallow one? Shallow one. And I'll keep him about, try and keep him about five feet to five five to six feet from the boat, and that's for follows. Yeah. Okay. And I, I keep it high. I, I don't. Your hookup ratio with that keeping it close to the boat that you can just get oh, right yeah. over oh, boom. your hookup percentage I'll, is a lot higher than if you got one twenty feet off the boat. Yeah. If you the, the bobber one, uh, you, now you're supposed to set it right away. It all depends though on which way that bobber is moving. It's moving away from me. I'll try to back up the boat before I set the hook real quick. But if it's coming towards me, oh. I, I, I wait. I, I got to wait until it's starting to go away from me, you know. So I got to maneuver the boat a little bit, you know, to I'll get a good a, hook set. I'll, I'll have a guy on the trolling motor. Yeah, yeah. And just get it so we can get right over. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny how close those muskies will come to the boat. I told you last year when I was out with my friend Sal Marchese, yep, and he had just caught one. Caught a, a 40 incher, might have been 41 or 42. We're not sure, but we know it was at least 40. But the thing is, is that it, the one line, the one sucker line was behaving. It, sh- it should have been going away from the boat because we were drifting. Yeah. And it should, the line should have been going away, but it was going the opposite way. And I and I realized that, that the sucker in the hook was hooked up on the skag of the motor. Okay. okay. And when I went in the back to undo it, there's another one that's like in that low 40s. Staring at the sucker, and that motor is only in the water. What about a foot and a half? Yep, right. It's it's staring at the sucker that's hung up by the prop area. It, it but of course once it's seen me, it swam away slowly. Yeah, you know? I would too. But yeah, but <laughs> but I mean, it's like it, it it was just follow coming along, and it must have scared the sucker, you know, into it. Even though I had enough weight on it, the sucker definitely wanted to get away from that fish. Oh, yeah. Oh man, I'll tell you we. He's swimming for his life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, listen, folks, 799-1250 is the phone number. If you want got any questions or comments, give us a call. We're looking for a contestant now to play the NFL football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. Curly's Waterfront Pub is on beautiful Pewaukee Lake, just kitty corner, catty corner, whatever way you want to say it, from Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop. It's the place to meet, laugh, eat, drink, and enjoy life. And, of course, you definitely want to see a Packer game or a Badger game at Curly's Waterfront Pub. Great food, great drinks, great people. 
We'll be right back. We need a caller, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250 to win that $10 gift certificate from Curly's Waterfront Pub, which is easy to do. All you got to do is tie or beat any one of us, and you will win. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. And by the way, don't be fooled by that name. Interstate Heating also deals with cooling. So anyway, uh, they're out there in Sussex, Wisconsin. It is now time for the NFL football picking contest brought to you by Curly's Waterfront Pub. And on the line, we have John Paul from Wauwatosa. Good morning, John Paul. Good morning. Hey, I got a quick question for you. Yep. Are you Catholic? You know it. Yeah, with the name John Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it must be. All right, John Paul. Uh, you know how this game works, right? Uh, you're going to have to refresh my memory a little bit. Okay, you're, we're going to be all picking against the spread. Uh, 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 Greg is going to give us the, the games and the spread, and you got to pick one or the other. And all you got to do is tie one of us or beat one of us, and you're going to win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. Sounds great. It's easy, right? That's right. It is easy because we're terrible at it. <laughs> so, All right. Take it away, Greg. All right. First game on the slate will be the college game. Ohio State at Wisconsin tonight at 730. Wisconsin is getting 10.5 points. So, John well, Paul, what say you? As a uh, Badger alum, I got to pick Bucky. All right. Well, as a Badger alum, yes, you should. Let's go with John. John, do you want Wisconsin or Ohio State? Yeah, I'm going to take Wisconsin. All right. Greg, you're pushing. You're you're picking for uh, a Ron. No, I'm sorry, Ron. Ron yeah. You're picking for uh, Bushy. Uh, so. Can I pay you to pick badly, Ron? <laughs> well, I, I'm going against the grain. I think Ohio State will cover Ohio State. All right. Yeah, and I hate to say it, John Paul, but I I hope Bucky wins, but. I think Ohio win. State is just too darn good. I got to go with Ohio State, too. But I hope Bucky surprises me. They got 10 and a half. They don't have to win. No, I know. I know. But I want them to win. But anyway, Greg. And I will go with Wisconsin. Oh. All right. Second game on the slate is the Los Angeles Rams at the Detroit Lions. Detroit is giving three to the Rams. John Paul, who you got? Uh, I'm going to pick the Lions at home. Lions. John, Lions or Rams? Lions. That was the other John, John Paul. Sorry. <laughs> Ron. I'll take the Rams. Rams. Tom? Oh, I hate this. Uh, I don't know really much about the Rams. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Lions. Lions. And I am going to go... With uh, <laughs> you don't this, know this either. is a bad one. This is a bad one. Both teams are horrible. Uh, I am going to go with the Rams. All right, third game on the slate. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting the Chicago Bears. Ooh. Chicago is giving one to Jacksonville. John Paul, what do you got? I'm going to go with Jacksonville. All right. John, do you want Jacksonville or Chicago? 
I'm going to take Chicago. Chicago. Ron? I got to go with Chicago. That quarterback uh, is, is playing out of his mind, and they got to be able to get more than one point more than Jacksonville. All right. Tom? Yeah, the Jags ain't that great. Chicago isn't that great, but you're right, Ron. The quarterback is doing pretty good. I oh, I hate to say it, but Chicago. Yes, yeah, so why? And I am going to go with Jacksonville. All right, final game on the slate is the beloved Green Bay Packers hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Green Bay is giving Dallas four points. Ooh. John Paul, who you got? I'm going to stay at home and pick the Packers. I'm going to pick the Packers. John chokes over there. (laughs) Was that because of John Paul's pick? No, no. I was was trying to drink some water. (laughs) Uh, Couldn't get it down fast enough. John, you got the Packers or the Cowboys? Uh, Packers. All right. Tom. Well, what about uh, Ron? Uh, Ron, Tom, yeah. whoever yeah, wants to Ron. go. Let's go Ron. <laughs> I'll go with the Packers. I think uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a breakout game. That's so. what everybody said last week. <laughs> and well, the week before. <laughs> he did. Okay, and I have the shoe-in. Oh, the boy. <laughs> Never trust my shoe-ins or lock-ins. I got to definitely go with What's Packers. a lock-in? Oh, I don't know. Uh, the Packers, of course. And I am going to go... With Dallas. Yeah. It's because you're a Dallas fan, right? No, no I, I am I not. You're just trying to think with your head, right? I am. Well, Green Bay is usually, they've tied the spread to the. Bet with his head. Two of the three weeks. Yeah. So. Not think with his <laughs> head. You. Thank you. Well, John Paul, <laughs> we wish you the best of luck. Hello? Yep. Oh, oh yeah, you're well. yeah, we wish you the best of luck, okay? All right. Take care. And Hang I, in the line. And uh, okay, so. Line. Huh? No, no, you don't have to stay on the line. I got your info now. All oh. right. All right. Thanks a lot, John. All right. Have a good one. Okay. Bye bye. John Paul. You were going to mention something about the name John Paul, were you? Or was it? No, no. I, no. I was no, going to say Pope no. John Paul. No, well, yeah. Well, I mentioned that in the beginning. Yeah. No, there was something. Uh, there was something else you said you were going to mention. Well, no, well, there was a car dealer, uh, just a John Paul's car dealer. We were just wondering if he was affiliated no. with that. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, otherwise he would have maybe asked for free advertising like, <laughs> like I do. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, tonight's game is on uh, ABC. It is. The, the Badger game. And that's at, what, 7 o'clock or 7.30? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock kickoff? Yep. Is that... Our time or East? Yep, that's yeah. Central time. And the Packers got pushed back, too. No, no, they're at 3.30. It's 7 o'clock? No, three, no, no, they're 3.25. 325. 3.25. 7 o'clock. Look, check right now. 7 o'clock, they moved it. You mean 7.30? I know that it was night. on the flex schedule, but they do yeah. the flexing uh, uh, two weeks before they actually flex it. Hmm. Yeah. You know, don't they? Isn't that what how it works? Be- no. You have to announce it a week before. Or a week, a week before, yeah. Because otherwise, if they flexed it like a, two days before the game, I mean, people with tickets and all that would be totally screwed up. You know, I mean, Packers I, versus Cowboys, according to the all-knowing Google, is at three twenty-five on Fox at Lambeau Field in Green Bay. Yeah, I heard they did not flex. They, but the one they did flex was the one uh, on October. 29th. Who cares? That's over with. Yeah, on on. No, October twenty ninth isn't over. No, with yet. it's not over. Oh, with. it isn't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> October 29th. I think that's the one that they flexed already. 
I think that's the one that's going to be a Sunday night game. It was supposed to be at noon or three thirty, whatever, but they flexed it to I gotta Sunday start night. Flexing more. Yeah, you you better start flexing. You should <laughs> you should Google a little bit more too. Anyway, we... <laughs> and I love your shirt, John. We yes. should have oh. more of those. Cutting edge outdoor shirt. It's got the picture of the train. It's got me and you and and Bushy and then a little Ozzy coming out the smoke area. That is a great shirt. But we don't have any more, do we? No, no. we're out. We don't have any more cutting edge outdoors hats no, we're either. Out. We're out. I know. Ever... I got. I if I get a good return on the uh, Smokies Musky Shop uh, in six months, uh, we'll have some. Have some hats, maybe. Yeah. 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 Yeah, okay. Because Smokey's got to buy them. There's no money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Smokey's got to buy them. Ron, you know what that means? You and I got our, our work cut out for us. Got to do some hustling here. Yeah, we got to sell some stuff. Anyway, we got to get going, folks. We got to uh, go to a commercial break. Uh, this is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Interstate Heating. And, and I'm adding cooling because a lot of people think that Interstate is just a heating place, but no, they do... Uh, air conditioning, do, they do the vent works, the ducts, all that stuff. Uh, they're right out in Sussex. They've been in business a long time. Long time. You Isn't know that, that HVAC? Isn't that yep. how they say that? HVAC, yep. HVAC, yeah. So they're into all that stuff. But their name is Interstate Heating. If you want to find out more, you can just go to Interstate uh, Heat. I think it's, what is it? Interstateheating.com, I believe. Or interstateheat.com. I, you know, I should have wrote that down somewhere. But anyway, if you just Google yeah, Interstate Heating uh, uh, Sussex, it pops right up. Yeah, you got it. And nowadays, it seems like everybody Googles. But you can also call them at 262 246 4772. Now's the time to make sure that furnace is working because the temperatures are, you know, get a little cooler right now this time of year. We'll be right back with more on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios here in beautiful uh, Hills Corners, Wisconsin, southeastern Wisconsin. Or are we coming to you live from the underground bunker today? Oh, <laughs> pretty dark out there today. Good grief. Well, you know, there's a lot of cloud. You were talking about the full moon earlier, and we got a lot of uh, cloud cover right now. We do. Yeah, which is good. What's that moon and, beautiful and, oh, over the lake? Yeah, I know. And it, they're also talking about... Uh, Possible rain tomorrow morning. I don't want to. I don't want that. No, I don't want that. Also, uh, right now we are doing the tr- uh, the trading post. If you've got anything that you want to sell or looking or you want to buy something, um, you know, just give us a buzz here at seven nine nine twelve fifty, and uh, we get you on the air. Just tell everybody what you got that you're looking to buy or what what you got to sell, and uh, just give them your name and phone number. And you know, may we'll think see. it. It doesn't work. It but does. We had a buy, 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 sell, 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 and we discontinued that. But because of the success of that, we had listeners. We had requests. Requests like, saying, "Hey, yeah. put that back on. I sold this. I'm I." Yeah. And they were big items. Yeah. Uh, from a boat to a bait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, so, you know, if, if anybody wants to call and they got something to, to, that they want to get rid of, yeah, fine. Give us a buzz. 414-799-1250. Hey, you know, we got the Three yeah. Charlies tournament coming up yep. next Saturday. Next Saturday's Three next Charlies. Saturday. And uh, uh, again, to reiterate, the, the tournament that we hold, it's the only one that Smokey's actually uh, is the, the runner or the sponsor of it. It is a true nonprofit tournament. All we do is we, we collect your entry fees. We pay out approximately 50%. We take out expenses for food and uh, and door prizes and stuff like that, and the rest of the money goes right back into Pewaukee Lake. We don't make any profit on this one. Right, so. and it goes back into into Pewaukee well, Lake how? Muskies. Muskies, yeah. You buy those muskies, you stock them next year, just like you guys did this year. Yeah. So, well, this year. now remember, 50% of this year's purse goes directly to the angler. Right. Yes. First, second, and yes. third. Yes. And then the other half goes for stocking muskie right. next year. Yep. And uh, the, the way the tournament works is uh, it's $150 for a team of two, so it's $75 per angler. Uh, you can have three lines in the water, of which only one can be live bait. So, uh, And there's no motor trolling allowed, uh, as in dragging a crankbait behind the boat. You can run your motor with a sucker down, but you You're cannot electric. drag a crankbait around. You're electric. Yes. 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 I just wanted to make that clear that nobody could crank well, you, up their you, outboard. No, actually, you if it's well, really you windy, could. you could use your outboard oh, yeah, motor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but we're, mm-hmm. we're talking about no speed trolling or power trolling right, where you're right. running two, three, four right. miles oh, yeah. with a no, no. behind the boat. You don't want to so, do that, um, no. It's next Saturday morning. The, uh, the fishing hours are 7.30 until 3. Some uh, come later. Everybody will go home with the door prize, and we will be putting on a nice meal that Don the Muskie Hunter is getting uh, prepared for us. Mm-hmm. So everybody will go home with a full belly and uh, a door prize to go home with them if Thanks they to are Don. not lucky. And, and, and a lot of memories, too. Cause yes. This is one of those fun tournaments where, I mean, yeah, there's some guys who are out there. I mean, everybody's working hard at it, but you're coming. You know what I've noticed with, with muskie tournaments? There's, you know, there's a lot of stories. Everybody's got a story. The one they seen, or maybe the hard luck story. Didn't see one, never had a bite, never nothing, you know. And other guys say, oh, yeah, we saw him, but he wouldn't bite and blah, blah, blah. I had one on and got away. Whereas, like, in bass tournaments, if you ain't cashing a check, they leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, they're gone. No, there's good well, camaraderie. The musky anglers so, hang around and talk and tell their stories. Yeah. There's the, always yeah, good the camaraderie. One, the, the one thing, uh, oh, yeah, we got cheap beer. Cheap beer. Yeah, $2, $2 for a can of beer. Where are you going to get a beer for well, two bucks? Well, the, now, beer, now, the beer isn't cheap. The price is cheap, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the beer is good beer. Uh, it's probably a lot of people don't know why it's the Three Charlie Tournament. Well, the, the Three yeah. you want to explain it? Well, John? I don't know. Should we, can, sure. can I get Let, let's take exp- the, we'll take this caller, call then, we'll ex- then we'll explain it. Yeah, who do you got? We have so Chad from New Berlin. All right. Hey, good morning, Chad. You're live on the CEO. What's up? Yeah, see, I got a uh, a small uh, refrigerator, you know, like four square foot or whatever it is. Oh, you mean like those little college ones? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. I have that for 25 bucks, and then I have a broadcast spreader. What's that? For spreading... Um, Fertilizer. Fertilizer. Oh, oh broadcast. Okay. I thought it was some radio. <laughs> 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 no, I know what you mean now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All uh, right. Both of them are in good shape, and I want twenty-five bucks a piece for them. All right. Well, what's what's your uh, what's your name again? 
My name is Chad. Chad, and your phone number, Chad? 414 Uh huh. 491 Okay. 8360. 8360. So Chad's got a couple of things going. A 491 8360. All right, Chad. Okay, thank well, you. I God. hope you get a few phone calls. Okay, we'll see. All righty. Bye bye now. Yeah. Um, okay, why is it called. Yeah, I thought he was talking about some kind of <laughs> radio stuff too, the broadcast spreader. But those little college refrigerators are great. Yes. You know, you could put that out in the garage in the summertime, you know, or whatever. But those are nice, yeah. Keep so, your beer cold. Keep your cheap beer cold. How's the three Charlies come about, John? Okay. Either I can, you interject if I miss anything or whatever, but uh, oh, that'll my, never dad, happen. my dad was named Charlie. My father-in-law was named Charlie. And they both had worked up to two weeks before they died. Uh, they both died at home. They uh, luckily enough to, to, to one of them that he could look at the lake as he passed. Uh, so and it, so they they passed within the same year. It was within a, a year's period. Right, yeah, they both had had passed. And uh, so everybody knew Charlie from uh, the musky shop, and others knew Charlie from the bait shop. The bait shop. So mm. it was really confusing on which Charlie was supposed mm. to get what. So that's why the original musky tournament was called the Two Charlie Two Charlie Musky Tournament. And just as my father was dying, uh, and I was holding his hand, my daughter walked in with this cute little Karen Terrier. And it was, my dad looked at her, and she held up the dog and says, Dad, this dog is going to be named Charlie. And uh, two seconds later, he squeezed my hand, and he was dead. Hmm. So uh, now I forgot. I got so now sideways. You, so, so now, now, you now named... the, third, the third Charlie was the dog. And the dog died of cancer. And uh, we put it now up as the three Charlie. Now it's the three Charlie Musky That's tournament. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, so, John, Ron almost yeah. fell over on yeah. that one. <laughs> Those wonderful chairs in the studio. <laughs> I'm going to own this studio. <laughs> <laughs> Just the studio, right? Not yes. the whole station. Right. Just watch out. Yeah. You might own it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Oh, man. Well, I guess uh, we might have another caller on the line here to... Uh, to I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, uh, but but we get, do have another break coming up. We've got another segment of the show to go, but uh, we'll be talking. You know, this is the time of year when people find it really tough to find, like, the bass and the and the panfish yeah. and, and, and that stuff. Northern pike is easy to find. Okay, those are easy. They're going to be in a lot of the same areas that the muskies were, especially the bigger northerns, you know. But uh, anyway. We will talk about that a little bit when we come back. And, of course, if you've got any questions or comments, 799-1250 is the phone number here. That's 414-799-1250. And we'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Coming to you live from the Interstate Heating Studios. Just Google Interstate Heating. You'll find out where they are in Sussex. 
and all that other good stuff, everything they do. Anyway, and I, yeah, and Ron, we were, I mean, okay, we were, I did say we were going to talk about some of the bass and panfish and all that, but you know what? There's something that's even more important. Well, I came across something uh, last night that was just, it, it was staggering to me. Yeah. On the on a DNR's uh, uh, website or on their weekly report, they came up with statistics pertaining to the embattled wolf in Wisconsin. And this is, you know, this is a hot topic. Some people love the wolves. Some people hate the wolves. But at the close of this year's uh, um, bear hunting season, which ended this past Tuesday, wolves, we have a confirmed killing of at least 40 hunting dogs killed by wolves during right. the bear season. At least 40, this says. Mm-hmm. The previous record was 23. Right. That's almost double. Yeah. And and yet, you know, the, we did have a hunting season for the wolves. We had a hunting season in 2012, 13, and 14. And, uh, and the, you know, the harvest was, was acceptable. But then uh, one of the left-leaning judges decided to put the wolves back on the endangered list because— uh, the, the the environmentalists wanted uh, they thought that the wolves were going to become extinct again in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, right. They're estimating that this past year the wolf population grew by sixteen percent to about nine hundred, and that number from people that I've spoken to uh, that live up north said that is way underestimated. Oh, I know it's way, way low. We got there are well hey. over a thousand wolves in this state. Well over. I would like to see any liver. Anybody, if they're walking down one of the uh, uh, paths that they cut for logging trails, logging yeah. trails yeah, or yeah. whatever, and look up ahead and see a wolf standing there, and yeah, this has happened to people. Oh yeah. Wow. yeah. Then you turn around, and there's two wolves behind you, hmm. and you don't have a gun. Yeah, I know you're. But I want these wolves. They got to stick around until they endanger my life. Look at what the heck they're doing uh, uh, with the. Does Pokemon go? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. In in Lake Park, along Lake Park, uh, down Bradford Beach and that, and up and all where all of the mansions are and all of that, they cut all the Pokemon out. Well, they wanted, yeah, they wanted, didn't want all those people using the parks. Parks, yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. what they're there for. Right. No, so, but getting, you know, getting back to the wolves, it's, it's like, you know, and it's not just the hunting dogs that have been killed. It's a, a lot of pets that have been killed oh, in their sure. backyards. Livestock, livestock, sheep and cattle and horses, been and and, and you know the DNR only has so much uh, money to, to for reparation to the to the landowners, to the dog owners, and all that. I mean, to the animal owners, you know. They only have so much money to go around. I'm telling you, it, this situation with the wolves is getting out of control. Year, I've said it once. I'll say it again. You know, years ago, before we had wolves back in this state, I never worried about walking in any woods, anytime, anywhere. Because I know we've always had bears, but you just make noise. They'll run away from there. Right. They don't want to be around humans, you know, unless you get between a sow and her cubs. Right. Fine. But you, you, you never, I never worried about it, and other people never worried about it. Now I wouldn't walk in the woods without a handgun on me. Yep. But- there are I I I worry about it now. I actually think about it. And you know how many hunters? Oh, you, you know what I just read recently? Guys up in his tree, bow hunting, okay? He's up in his tree. And wolves were attacking 
a mama, a sow bear and her three cubs. Okay. The wolves are trying to separate one of the young cubs, right? So the cub mama lets out whatever signal it is for them to get up a tree. Guess what tree they go up? <laughs> the hunter's tree. The hunter's saying, hey, bear, hey, bear, get away from here, get away from here. And, and, and he fires. He did have a handgun with him. He fires a shot, not at the bear, not at the cubs, you know, but just to, like, scare them. Two of them went down. One of them went above him. Now the wolves are gone. Okay. Oh no! The, the, and that that the bear, the the cub that's above the guy, it's bellowing, you know. Yep. And and the mama bear is now below the tree. It's like, oh my god! Guess what? You know, she's gonna she's gonna take care of that hunter now. And he doesn't really want to shoot the sow bear. You know, he, right. he doesn't want to do that, but he might have to. But then, just then, the guides who who put him in this stand, the guides come rolling up in their ATVs without any weapons, and scare away the mama bear. Unbelievably scare her away. The guy was able, and he didn't really want to come down from the tree. He wasn't worried about the cub above him. He, <laughs> he, he might poop he, on him. Yeah, yeah, that's about it, which there was scat laying around from the bear above. Yeah, it was <laughs> dropping some scat. Anyway, from the hunter, too. Yeah, well, probably <laughs> from him. And, and, but, and he's, the guys are saying, come on down, come on down quick, we'll drive out of here. You know, and the guy was a little worried. It's like, well, yeah, what if the mama bear comes back when I get down? He's, come on, come on. You know, so he climbs down. They, they hop on the van, you know, on the four-wheelers and get the heck out of there. You know, but wow, talk about a scary situation. But here's the thing. The, the wolves are, they're, they're, they're eating deer. They're eating elk. They're eating bear. They got to eat something, right? They're eating all kinds of and different the animals. And stuff they can And get. it's the easiest stuff. And they try to take, especially the fawns of the deer, which are the easiest to get out, get at. I'm telling you, this wolf situation is getting way, way out of hand. Why? You know, wolves and human beings do not get along together. No. You know, farmers and out. wolves. Having problems out in Yellowstone. Oh, they got Park. problems out west with all this stuff. I'm telling you, the DNR's got to get off their rear end. Is you got to fight more against this. The other thing the DNR's got to get off their rear end about is like the the North Lake launch. <laughs> Not just the North Lake launch, but there's other places in the state that the DNR's got to get off of their rear end. For an example, they're going to have to buy a, a boat launch there on a Lake LaBelle. They're going to have to buy some property there. There might be a launch, but there's no parking. Somewhere down the road, you're not going to be able to park on the street close by. They're trying that out by uh, uh, out, in, uh, out by uh, Pewaukee. Old, on Pewaukee Lake there in town. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, the DNR, Kathy stepping in, got to get off their rear ends and do something. They got to take the bull by the horns, take some initiative and say, no, this is what we need. This is what we're going to do. And screw you. We spend so much money on property in this state. We spend so much on stuff. They can't spend a few extra bucks on their attorneys, which actually cost us money, you know, as taxpayers, to get these things rammed through. My God, it gets me so upset. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, no. I was ranting a little bit. And that's no hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're talking about the livestock uh, and, the, and the dogs. Killing. Yeah. The state reparation. For a lost dog is twenty five hundred dollars per animal. That doesn't begin to pay for some of these hunting dogs. Oh no! Some no. of those dogs are, well, are ten thousand dollar dogs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and and you know, some people they don't agree with the using dogs for bear hunting and all that stuff. You know, there's different ways to go about it. You know, you hunt with dogs, without dogs. You know, you use baiting systems, whatever. There's a number of different ways. But who am I to say that? I mean, if it's legal. If the DNR says it's legal, fine. You go ahead and do it if you like. Maybe I don't like certain things that you know that's that is legal, 
But you know what? It's not my place to be uh, uh, the judge and jury about it, you know? Right. If the DNR says you can keep a muskie, well, if you want to keep it, keep the darn thing, you know? Yep. I might I might recommend to you, well, you know, you might want to let it go and wait for a bigger one. Or you might want to let it go and get a replica mount. You know, sure, I can recommend things, but I'm not going to tell that person they can't keep that's, a muskie. That's what whatever. some guys do with liberals. They tie them up to the tree and they say, now, here, is this a big enough one? Or <laughs> What are you talking about, John? <laughs> Well, they ask the, the guy to take him to, to where a liberal oh. is, and they hang the liberal in the tree, and they uh, ask oh, if it's a big oh, enough geez. one. You know what? Or, I, we, we, you know, Greg, we should do a segment starting next week called In the Mind of, J- of John Lehman. Oh, my God. Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to say anything, John, before we leave? Yes. What's that? To all the listeners, thanks for listening, and God bless Stay free. And, Ron, thanks for coming in today. You're welcome. You can always contact Ron, our advertising manager, by going to uh, ceoguys.com. Uh, That's our website. His phone number is on there. And uh, for for John Lehman, Ron Heidenreich, Greg on the boards, I'm Tommy the True Neubauer. Talk to you next week. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.